0: In the no non-stop Viking It's Purple Daily on Score North and Scorenorth.com. Well, I think there's a huge benefit just going through the second time. You know, OTAs and mini camp and training camp were all the first time for them last year. So when you can go now through a second time, you know what's coming. Um I think it helps you just simplify, you know, what you're having to focus on and, and you also know defense is better, you know the speed of the game better, so um, that's that natural growth that takes growth that takes place as you go through the league.
1: And welcome into Purple Axis. That's Kirk Cousins talking about Kellen Mond and his development, which we will talk about. It is Zolgad. It is Star Tribune columnist and my good friend Chip Scoggins, who I used to be a part of the Vikings beat coverage at the Strib with. And, of course, Declan Goff, who is the executive producer extraordinaire, making everything work on this fine show because old guys like Chip and I have no, no idea how this works. Um, our all right, Chipper, I believe by my count we are now eight practices in. We are two padded practices. I've seen you out of TCO Performance Center at least uh, twice, if not three times. I would just like to start with this. What are your earliest takeaways from what you've seen so far at training camp?
0: Yeah, I was out there for the, was it the first padded practice? Was that Monday? Monday? I thought it was pretty sloppy. A lot of balls on the ground. A lot of balls on the ground there, gently.
1: Yeah, we did. Um, Yeah.
0: Between the quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. We saw that Wednesday too. The second team, the second team, Mond, Mannion, the centers and the ball on, on the ground uh, has become a reoccurring theme. In fact, at Tuesday's practice chipper, when the running backs were doing drills that were uh, to avoid fumbling, because as PJ flex says, the ball is the program. Uh, The (laughs) coach, the the running backs coach said we had and so just talking about that one position group on Monday we had three balls on the ground that is not yeah. good and I don't care if it yeah. is an early practice a mid season practice the football cannot be on the turf
0: yeah no and and we you know we saw some quarterback issues we we saw uh, I think there was a tied in was it Davidson got stripped uh, after yep. at the end of a run a catch and run so, he fumbled one um,
1: on Wednesday as well.
0: Yeah, so that jumped out of me. Um, I think Cousins has been pretty good for the most part. We've seen some nice throws. We've seen, I think, what three interceptions so far? Yep. In in team drills. Yep. Um, uh, Booth had one the first day. Kendrick's made a really nice play I, I, on the on the first day at a practice. I tend to say that was a, just a really good play by a great player, uh, more than you know something Cousins did wrong. Um, I can't remember the third one, but. Um, he came back at the end. Of the, I thought the offense looked <clears throat> rusty and just kind of out of sorts there, that the early part of the the first padded practice. But I thought at the end, when they ran the two-minute offense, Kurt looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a couple nice throws. And you can just tell his chemistry that he has that day, in particular with, with Thielen. I mean, you just see it time and time again where he throws him open to a spot and Thielen goes and gets it. Um, and so it's been kind of a mixed bag, I think, so far. Just my, I haven't been out there every day, but the, the days I've been, um, I think, kind of a mixed bag.
1: Yeah, and so they, they were um, in shorts and shells on Tuesday when, when it was incredibly hot and humid. They came back for a full padded practice on Wednesday, and I saw the same thing. Um, too sloppy. It's too sloppy. Now, now you do have to separate the first team, what they're doing, from the second and third. But, I mean, if you're O'Connell, you basically want a crisp practice in which all three teams, and especially the first two, because those are the two that are going to play the most, look good, look on point. The second team does not. I want to get your thoughts on the quarterbacks. Uh, because you know Kirk is going t- to start, but the most dangerous thing that Kwesi, O'Connell and the entire staff could say is, "Well, Kirk doesn't get hurt, so we're fine." Because as soon as you say that, he gets hurt. Um, the more I watch Mon Chipper, and I don't, I can't mm-hmm. chalk this up completely to being a new system. There is an indecisiveness about his yeah. reads and his ability to process plays that scares me. And Mannion is is Mannion. He's not going to change. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I said this to Phil and Dex before, but it's my belief that at some point in time, because there's expectations for this team in 2022, at some point in time, if this continues, I think you might have to at least take a look at getting what you would consider to be a more capable backup QB.
0: Yeah, a, a more true guy that you would you would feel comfortable with. Yeah. if you had to play two or three games because I either one of those guys I, I wouldn't be comfortable with and we can say this <clears throat> obviously every every team can say if you lose your starter you're you know you're in trouble right for a long time um but I I agree with 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 you on both parts on Mond um there does seem to be some indecisiveness we've seen the you know the the ball handling issues and ball security issues have, have popped up. I mean, that's got to be, uh, you know, frustrating for the coaches to have that happen. Um, I mean, I got to imagine they're giving him every opportunity available to, to win that job because you, you want him to be your backup over Manion, Right. Agreed. I mean, it's just, um, yep. and I just, you know, the previous regime did it too, Judd. I mean, they rolled the dice and just said, well, Kirk never gets hurt. And it's just like, Yes, his resume says he doesn't, but you have to plan for – you have to have a plan B at every position. It can't be Sean. Never, no, no. It, yeah, it, it, so – but but in saying that, mm-hmm. are you going to go through a full training camp with two guys and then say, okay, neither one of them is going to work for so Now we're, we're going to have to go get another guy that doesn't know the system? And, I mean, how does that I, – I, I don't know – I, I know, I know. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm trying to think of it logically and practically. Well, Is that, is that, even, is that even an option right now? Well, off of that. I mean, it's not a, is there a Case Keenum out there that you, you know, in in that kind of mold? I, Nick I Foles? Know. Yeah. I just don't see how I, you I have don't...
1: expectations and then don't have a plan. I mean, they, they right now do not have a backup quarterback who can play.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's the thing is like, can you get by for a game? Yeah, you can get by with a game. You'll lose. But, but if, yeah, I mean, you can try to win thirteen well, ten. You know, but I mean, it'll, that, it'll,
1: that Green Bay game was indicative of what's going to happen if Sean Mannion starts.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on who you're playing. But right. um But if if you said okay, Kirk's down for a month, now you panic. Mm-hmm. Like, because that that could just that could just submarine your entire season. I don't know. I guess you just keep. Coaching mon hard and hope that it starts to click and and he he becomes more comfortable but i you know I'm just thinking that i mean they're you know the season opener is not that far away
1: correct <laughs> and there's only three exhibition games now and and you're not i mean you you can work him hard but chip they're they're going to have they are our two padded practices full pads into eleven. So O'Connell, yeah. like like you're allowed 16. O'Connell said, no, I don't w- want to work my team that hard. I'm going to go 11. So, like, the ability for the ramp-up that you're talking about, it certainly does not yeah. exist as it used to. And that's why I just think at some point, I mean, Mond, I, I think part of the problem with the missed exchanges, part of them, because it's on both guys. But I think part of Mond's problem is he's trying to think through the play oh, yeah. before it happens. Yeah, exactly. that's
0: why I, I think that's as much mentally as it is physically. Yep. With you know, in those cases where he's probably thinking, got a million things going on, I have to imagine. Of these three preseason games, I, I don't know if Cousins will play at all. Um You need Mond playing three quarters of each game, right? That's what Emanion, I would do. Like, 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 okay, yeah. You know what you got. It's not like he's he's trying to develop into something. He's he, you know what you have. He's a veteran backup, right? Um, with Mond, I think he needs as much game experience you know, even if it's preseason, much game experience as he can get. And then you, and then you make a decision, but I don't disagree with your premise. I'm just wondering how that would, again, how practical that is to bring someone in at the last second. And you say, well, we try to get two guys ready. We don't trust either one. So we're going to go outside and bring someone in at the, you know, at the 11th hour.
1: It's not perfect, but I I just don't see, I don't see how you have expectations. uh, And then Basically, say okay, Sean Mannion is our backup. When, when to your point, you, you know exactly what you, you would get. And if Kellen Mond started a game today, a real game, I think he'd be sacked fifteen times. And it's not the
0: offensive yeah. line's fault. Yeah, because holding the ball and indecisive. Like, He's holding and, the, the take is, off. You know. Well, we do know this. Saying Kirk Cousins never get hurt, never gets hurt, is not a plan. Correct. I mean, that, that's not. It's a that's not a plan. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you've, you've been fortunate. <laughs> you've been fortunate that he hasn't, but that's not a plan. Mm-hmm. And as we, I mean, we've heard throughout that this team is in win now mode. I mean, the, the owner made that clear again recently that the roster is built to win now and you look at it and they feel like they're going to compete. And so you can't leave that position. It, it, you know, I know people will say, Oh, you're worried about the backup quarterback. Well, yes, that's, <laughs> I yeah, did in
1: 2016 so- too and Teddy Bridgewater's yeah. leg snapped.
0: Yeah. Which I didn't yeah, see so- coming. Yeah, so it's it's something you have to you have to prepare for for sure.
1: Okay, so that's a backup job. Now let's move to the nitty-gritty of the importance of a starting job of, of which I think there should be great concern two padded practices in and you know what I'm talking about. The, yeah. the yeah, center so- <laughs> the center position Bradbury uh was pushed around by Harrison Phillips, who, by the way, I think is a good defensive tackle, but there's a lot of great ones and very – there there are a lot of defensive tackles the Vikings are going to face who are probably uh, certainly a step up, if not two steps up, from Phillips. Um, Now, not so coincidentally, after having Chris Reed, who is a backup center guard at guard through training camp on Monday in full pads, Tuesday, Reed replaced Austin Schlottman as the backup center and in full pads on Wednesday, Reed was back as the backup center as well. So clearly they're yeah. starting to quietly take a look at options here. Uh, but if you want to say, Chip Scoggins, that, that saying Cousins does not get hurt is not a plan for the quarterback job. Um, I think one of the I think a discussion that should have started, it probably started Monday, but it should. It's still it should have been a um, urgent discussion by last night. Gary yeah, Bradbury simply gaining a few pounds is not going to change him.
0: Again, sample size. What do you do there? Well, that's the thing. It's like we, we say they should address this, you know, in February. More whenever these guys came in and, and it, it almost like they just said, We're not gonna have any real competition there. It's his job. I don't understand uh how he earned that kind of trust to where you didn't bring in a veteran. Um can you know to compete with him? I, the issues that he had, I don't think we're, were, were going to be solved by adding what he has, he added 10 pounds, 15 pounds. I yeah. don't know what it is, but yeah, something like that. I mean, we've seen for a number of years that he is vulnerable to big, strong nose tackles that bull rush him and push him back into Kirk Cousins, and I don't know how they thought that was going to change. Whether they just felt like their scheme or coaching, or they could find something that was going to—I I, just—I didn't—I never bought that. Uh-huh. And you're right. Uh, uh, so, uh, Ezra came from our paper said that you know Harrison Phillips has really kind of dominated him in, in the padded practices, in the one-on-ones, and so I think it behooves him to give Reed an opportunity over there to see. I would just move him there full time because Jesse Davis is going to be your starter at right guard. He's yeah. he's getting most of the reps, so he's going to be the starter. Yep. I, I think I would have a full out, you know, open competition at center right now to see if Reed's better than him.
1: I think you have to now. Now here's my problem though. Uh, to backtrack on what you said, the logic of coming in and saying Kirk Cousins is our guy, damn it, and we're going to surround him with the best possible game plan, schemes, players. Um, whether I agree that Kirk should be be here or not. You sort of, you know, you basically are doing a lot of good things. So why on God's green earth would you watch film of Bradbury? Like if Bradbury continues to be Bradbury, um, that is a huge detriment to Kirk, like enormous. Correct. And, yeah. and also, here's what gets me. If you decide, you know what? Okay, we screwed up. Bradbury is not our, our guy. Center is a position that you just don't bring in a guy for week one and say, all right, yeah. go, you know, go start there. It's a thinking yeah. man's job. Uh it
0: takes, you know, all well, the protections, the line protection. Exactly.
1: So like I guess but the, I don't understand. This is the one this is one of the things that they've done, and there's not a lot, but this is one of the things they've done that I'm trying to figure out, and I don't get it.
0: Well, it's not like you have Steve Hutchison sitting next to him to cover up and help him too. I mean, <laughs> you know, Cleveland shown, you know, some promise and and Jesse Davis is a better and he might be fine there, but it's not like you have an all pro guard that can say, you know what? He's sitting next to a guy who's, who will help him. So, but you're right. I mean, that position is so important in terms of setting the protection and making the calls at the line. It's like, if you do decide, okay, I think this is not going to work. Well, <laughs> are you going to bring a guy in off the street who gets cut somewhere else? Right. And say, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I have haven't never played a position. I don't know how hard that is to pick up, but I, I can't imagine it's something you do in a day or a week. And so, um, you know, maybe they switched to read, but but uh we can't say that this is something that snuck up on them. Right. I mean if they did any kind of evaluation of this line and saw what happened last year in the last few years, they knew that this was an issue, and so to not address it in a meaningful way this offseason, I just never understood. Right,
1: exactly. Uh on the good news front. It's mm-hmm. early. I know that, but I like what I see from the defense. Yeah. And yeah. I it, fe- it feels like they're swarming more. It feels like it it feels uh with guys like Smith now there, Zadarius Smith, and Hunter back, um it feels like this defense and it's going to be so multiple. Like like we're going to call it yeah. base 3-4, but it's really not. It's a lot of different things. I mm-hmm. could see the, I could see this first team group taking a pretty quick step up.
0: Yeah, well, I mean when you get, you know, you had Zedarius Smith, but then you get Daniel Hunter back. That that automatically makes your defense better. I mean, the drop off from Hunter to their backup is, you know, like anybody. You have a star player and you go to the backup; it's not going to be the same. Um, yeah, and I would think that that helped. I still have I still have questions about the secondary. I mean, the day I was out there, um, Cousins and and Thielen and his receivers made some plays against Dantzler. You know, and maybe that's still going to happen because he's still a young corner, right? But, it, but there was one where he just lofted it over him. You know, uh, he couldn't get to it. Um, I
1: think he tweaked his leg as well that day.
0: Yeah, because he and it might be the first day of pass. It was hot. I mean, he, he was
1: slowed mean, down. Yeah, cramping or something yeah, like that. Yes. it was in
0: that, that two-minute uh, yep. situation towards was the end, quite a bit. So it might have been. But you know, you have to work through that. But right, and I still have some questions about the you know sure. the corner spot, the depth there. I like the linebackers obviously. I think their lines um, you know, want 'em. They have some they have some depth on that defensive line. And so I think it yeah, I think it's gonna be better. Obviously, it can't be much worse than were last year. But right. I mean, getting to and 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 the different creative things they're doing with him and Zadarius Smith. I think it's just um they just seem like they have more options
1: mm-hmm. to attack
0: an offense now versus what they had. And part of that was they were playing guys that probably shouldn't have been on the field. A lot of backups, but um, I do like the way they're using Daniel and, and Zedarius, and so yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot to like about what they're doing right now. I mean, between skill, not crazy about Earl Smith missing the rest of training camp. That no, that, you know, he needs the reps, and I, you know, I know it's early, so it's, you can't really say he's having this type of camp or that type of camp. But I didn't really notice him a lot in the team stuff yet. Um, I didn't I either. No, it that, doesn't. That's not it. You know judgment one way or the other because i think he's a really right nice talent but for a guy coming off an injury miss whole year it's you know i'm sure for him it's frustrating to miss these kind of reps but um you know we'll see if i think they're still hopeful he'll be there for the packers game right i mean yeah
1: i don't see it though
0: I, there's got to be a conditioning component to this that you're going to need well, and right?
1: you're going to miss a ton of of pretty valuable time like yeah. it, it's an installation of an entire new system that's invo- that that should ideally involve you. Like if he was just going to come back and block, like uh, Munt might or something like that, I'd be like, oh, okay. But I mean, he is, I think, expected to be a fairly significant yeah. part of times of, of a pass game, and he is now going to miss at least the, the rest, you know, all three preseason games and the rest of the practice time and training camp.
0: And I do think the refs with cousins in practice not having those will hurt because even new routes, new things they're asking him to do. It's a feel thing Mm -hmm. as much as anything, like cousins knowing how he likes to run it. And so to not have that doesn't mean he can't play. um, But it also, it's, it's a setback. I mean, there's no way or the way to say it. Um, I still think he can have a good year, but uh, you know, it's a tough start for him again, which is frustrating for him.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, One thing that, and, and it's not a surprise, but it's worth, talking about because it's special is one of the joys and there's not a lot like there's a lot of training camp stuff that's just absolute you know it's hot it's not it's it's certainly not uh spring training right uh but one of the joys to me is watching an athlete and a guy who goes about his preparation like justin jefferson does um Mm -hmm. yeah I I likened it on on a show earlier today to being like a craftsman. Like, he's working on his craft. And here's the one thing that I really, really like. And I I don't think that this is true across the board of a ton of players. In his world, it feels like every snap has a purpose.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can see, uh, just even like in individuals, right? you know, a lot of times training camp is just not fun for players. I mean, let's be honest, they probably hate it, you know. Tot, you're, you know, your back beating each other up. Your body feels like, you know, you're already getting pounded on. But even like individuals, he has like joy. Like, you know, dancing, he's trying to get better. He's John with guys. He, you can see his competitive nature out there. That first practice, him and Booth, the rookie, were getting into it pretty good. Um, but I just think, it, you know, you see it in certain athletes. We used to see it in Peterson. Yes. Like that, um, that exuberance because they're so good and they, and they want to be great. Yep. And, and, and like, this is not worked to them because it's stuff that's making them, you know, like Justin working on weaknesses or, or right. you know, holding craft that, that he loves being out there because he's trying to be great. And so you see, like we've seen it in, in certain athletes. Um You know, I think you see it in Anthony Edwards in basketball, like the hard parts, not hard to them because they love it. You know what I'm right. saying? They want to be great. So, No, he's fun to watch. I mean, if you just went to practice, just follow him, you know, train your eyes on him and follow him around because you're going to see a guy who loves doing what he's doing.
1: Now, as far as that spot goes too, Chipper, it feels like it is Jefferson for sure Thielen, Osborne. I I think, think I I think any real significant wide receiver competition on the depth chart starts at the fourth guy, right?
0: Osborne seems locked in and
1: he's been really good.
0: Yeah, I think. He's your third best wide receiver to me. I mean, when you watch him, I I think he's for sure your three. Then you get you know BC Johnson, uh, uh, Naylor, the uh, the rookie, and then who else? Amir Smith,
1: Marset, who Who might be who might be four right now. I can't. might be
0: four? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so hard to know when they you know they're running in and out. But I I think if you say who's your third, I think to me at least it, it has to be Osborne right now.
1: Andrew Booth. Junior, who who you broached, who got into it with um, a, across the field? What a, a yeah. yeah, no, but but he tried to. I think he tried to. So he tried to fight or at least get into a pushing match with BC. Is that right on Monday? Oh, and was John so, with so, Jefferson?
0: Him and Jefferson were John back and forth, but they're on offside fields. And then uh, Booth went over to the other side. And it, I think it was BC. May have caught a pass. I can't remember if it was a breakup or he caught a pass. Yeah. He sort of had to be separated. I kind of like boost uh, confidence. I mean, <laughs> yes. you know, you have to have that at that position. You can't be, you can't be shy. You you, know, you can't be, you know, totally out of control where you're going to have a bunch of penalties. But I like his confidence. I mean, he clearly he's talented. I mean, when you watch like that interception he had, you know, the first day against Cousins, that was a really nice play. Um, and his whole thing was he had the injury history, right? In college, mm-hmm. So that, was, but it, yeah, he's. You know, I don't know if he takes Dancler's spot, you know, for the opener, but I, I think he's going to play a lot. I mean, he's he definitely looks like he's he's going to be a player for him.
1: He's got a brashness to what you're saying that I absolutely love, assuming he can back it up. So, like, because yeah. cause I do, I, I'm i with you. Now, there's nothing worse than a brash corner who's not good, Bashad Bregland, no.
0: yeah. um. <laughs> But if you can, celebrate that for one play. Yeah. Well,
1: and he celebrates and, and then, you know, every time he gets beat, he's like throwing up yeah. his hands. Like I got pushed off on or something like that. But I will say if booth is as good as has been advertised by those who I think said without the injuries, he's probably a first round pick. I love the confidence. And that's a fine line to walk too. Cause you, cause you can look like yeah. an idiot. Um, but to go back to your point about the secondary and I guess the, uh, cornerback position in particular, Early on, I think it's in slightly better shape than I initially probably thought. And yeah, and these guys are going up, and this is the nice thing. First team, you're going up against uh, some receiving talent that is top shelf.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, we talk about Booth. is like, you know, you're going up against one of the best receivers in pro football. You're going up against, you know, uh, Adam Thielen, who's, yeah, I think he's having a really good start to his camp. I mean, you see, he, he's just so good at, Body control and getting open, making yep. tough catches. Yep. Um, I haven't seen enough of Sullivan in the slot yet. I haven't really focused on him to see kind of how that's going, but it hasn't stood out as bad. I mean, he's a veteran. You know, he's done it. So, I guess I guess that one's kind of more. Let's see more. You know, you feel good about where they're at there. I think I don't, I don't know. The slot's
1: a tough one too because it's, yeah. su- it's such a specialized position. And here's so the problem is this: if Sullivan struggles. I don't even know mm-hmm. who, who you you ask to take that job because you cannot as we have learned in this town with certain guys like uh, poor what what was his name? Josh Robinson. You can't yeah, just Josh. you can't just take like Booth if he has not played the slot previously and be like, Okay, kid, play here. That is one of the most specialized positions that exists in football.
0: Can you get Winfield back? Oh God. And by the way, he was made for that position.
1: And by the way, Vikings, if you're watching this ring of honor next year, Antoine Winfield, yeah, Yeah. he deserves it.
0: It was, was it, was it when Winfield was here that they were thinking about making that position, a pro bowl position, the slot, the nickel slot.
1: I think, I think Winfield politics for it.
0: Yeah, but it is because it's it's so different. The demands and the requirements are so different than being on the outside. And, he, you know, he was such a great – I mean, he was built for that position. Tactical, 100%. physical, the way he could diagnose, everything. He was just perfect for it. So, yeah, I don't know if Sullivan's not the guy. I don't know who would even be the backup there. But, you know, to I, I, be honest with you, I just had not watched him enough in camp yet to see how things are going there. But I assume he's doing fine. Um, he's a veteran who's played it. I mean, that's kind of his position. So, yeah, it's probably better, at least right now, than – um you know when you that was like to me the number one concern with this team going in <laughs> was like oh absolutely yeah that center mean, you are, yeah well yeah probably one and one a but you are this is under your assumption that Dancler is ready to be mm-hmm. you know really good or you know a guy who's going to play the entire game or a lot of snaps so i don't know i guess it's to be determined still
1: i also think that we're going to see and they're not showing this in front of fans but i'm not surprised I think that they are designing packages that are going to involve seen yeah. Bynum and Harrison Smith all on the field together. And scene will take the place of a linebacker, but he's essentially built like one.
0: Yeah. Well, there's not much difference in his size. You know, we're talking 20 pounds, maybe maybe. You know, yeah. and, and, and I mean, you look at the, the rookie linebacker from Oklahoma that, more that everybody's privately you hear people They're like they really love that kid and the way he can run. Um, he looks like a safety. Yes,
1: he does. You know? He does. You're a
0: and seeing, the team's a big safety, and you know I'm excited to see kind of hit more of him in pads and see that. I want to see him in games where they're really really flying ball and flying around, and you can see the physical part of his game come out. You know,
1: three flags minimum, personal fouls, <laughs> three potential ejection too. He's going to try and behead somebody. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that first game, I would, you know, if you're a wide receiver, you're probably going to come across the bill. You're probably going to want to get it out. Alan
1: Lazard might might uh, want to keep his head up.
0: Yeah, so i am excited to see him in, in game action, too. I mean, a lot of these guys, you just want to see, even though it's preseason, you want to see tackling. Yep. You know, we're not really, we just seeing thud right now. You're not seeing the actual tackling and stuff, so.
1: Yep. In fact, Chip, I saw, so towards the end of practice on Wednesday, I saw a guy... A defender made a nice play to break up the pass on the sideline. I think it was like second or third team stuff. Might have been third team. And he was wearing 31. And so I'm like, oh, that's a nice play. Who's that cornerback? And I looked at my roster. It was a linebacker. Like, that's how much I can't. This, this to me is yeah. one of the most interesting things in this sport. Forget yeah. like just positionless. The position is lit. I mean, I, have you ever seen. So, I mean, and I don't want to call them small because that's not fair. But I guess no, no, no. undersized linebackers in your life?
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's just – and I don't even know if we call them undersized anymore because that's just what they are. The, True. the, the game's changed. It's like What's undersized for what we need to uh, New age. <laughs> They're the new age linebacker. I am a new linebacker. You know? <laughs> that's right because it's – I mean, when you look at Austin Moore, you're like, in the old days, he would be a safety for sure mm-hmm. at that side, you know. And now he's a run linebacker that can run side to side and because teams just want to stretch the field not only this way but side to side too and you have to be able to run and um so now it, it is a lot of times you see when you look out there and you're not really looking at numbers and all that it's a lot of the same body types yes you know they want length and they want guys that can run and so it is sometimes, you know, you see them there. It's like, yeah, hey, linebackers have safety. It's it's hard to almost indistinguishable uh, anymore.
1: Exactly. All right, sir. We'll, we'll catch up. I, I think we're going to uh, switch to Wednesdays starting next yeah. week. But Purple Access will live, of course, as uh, Viking season approaches. And I think we'll have a, what, preseason game preview to talk about next week, sure. if I'm not mistaken. They're finally going to play a game. Thanks, Chipper. Talk to you later.
0: This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
1: And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.